Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast, a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with Fairfax County leaders, to learn about the latest county news and information, and hear more on specific Fairfax County programs and services. Now here's your host, Jim Person, with this month's guest. Well, hello, and welcome to Connect with County Leaders. On this month's show, the first one of 2020, we're joined by Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, and we're going to talk about several items and issues, including the county's budget and strategic plan, the new year and what that means with the new Board of Supervisors, what's ahead for 2020, and so much more. Mr. Hill, thank you. Welcome back to Connect with County Leaders podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Big time celebration or <laughs> no? Or working. <laughs> Always working. And, you know, I, I think we need to have a double flu shot. Mm, yeah. All right. I think we need to have the flu shot in October when we normally have it. And then again in January to cover us for the rest of the year, because right now I am I am all. Right. Yeah. Well, I had, I had my flu shot, so this is just a little sniffly for me. But <laughs> You just wait. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> of course, being trapped in this little room with you for a half an hour, I may be maybe getting it. But I promise hey, you okay. I will not cough on you on purpose. <laughs> I know that. I know that. <laughs> you know, it seems like uh, we always have to catch a, a cold or a flu or something. Just can't seem to get by a, a winter season without it, unfortunately. But uh, hope you feel better and uh, not a great way to start the new year, but a lot of other things are going to be great for the new year. First of all, the new Board of Supervisors. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, I have met with each and every board member. Uh, new board members uh, are, are poised to carry the mantle, uh, the budget priorities of moving forward. Um, Dahlia Palchek from the Providence District sent me a little email and said, this is the way I want to get my information. It was a hot link to our new binder of how they we're going to onboard them. Oh. Uh, James Walkinshaw from uh, the Braddock District, who's taken over for Supervisor Cook. Um, very looking forward to his legislative responsibilities. Mm -hmm. uh, Walter Alcorn is going to be transportation and IT. And then Rodney Luss is going to be public safety. So oh, wow. uh, we have a, a new lead district, a new mm -hmm. Providence district a Braddock district, and now a Hunter Mills district. So we have four new board members. We're going to help them with uh, moving their districts forward, as well as Fairfax County. Uh, Jeff McKay is a new chair. Mm -hmm. um, really impassioned speech. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be kind of neat watching yeah. how, we, uh, how we move forward. Uh, we're, the we're the premier county, and now we have a new group that's going to keep pushing us right. forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how we can put all the pieces together. Well, one of the things I noticed from uh, Chairman-elect or Chairman uh, McKay's speech, uh, he was Chairman-elect when he gave his inauguration speech back uh, in December last month, was he said um, Fairfax County is the economic engine of Virginia. That's correct. So, you know, we are, you know, we are there. We are driving the economy. And what, what he was really, what he was saying is, is a couple things there. Um, we are, I'll say we're 14% of the population. Um, we're 24% of the net wealth in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And mm -hmm. we, only, we receive about 22.4 cents back on every dollar we send down to Richmond. With Victor Hoskins now in tow at the EDA, Economic uh, Development Authority, as our uh, president, we're looking to be bigger, bolder, and stronger. 
Uh, Victor and I have a couple strategies that we're going to unveil shortly to the Board of Supervisors as well, to his board, to see if they allow us to move forward in a slightly different way. Mm. And we're, we're, we're very excited. Um, new Victor, new board. Mm-hmm. We're very excited in what's going forward in Fairfax County. And right. I, I got to tell you, if the boards allow us to do what we're proposing, just step back and watch and see what happens. Ooh, I'll ask you about that in a minute and, and maybe future episodes or as you come back on the podcast. But you mentioned uh, Mr. Hoskins, Victor Hoskins, President and CEO of the Economic Development Authority, was our December guest. And uh, you uh, were able to uh, greet him on the podcast and kind of do the <laughs> the official welcome, if you will, for the, for the podcast. But relatively new in Fairfax County, but definitely a, a big history of uh, great things in the economic development world. So a uh, good, good catch for Fairfax County. It's a very good catch. And he's now um, hired his assistant. Um, can't remember the young man's name, but he's also from Arlington. Uh, Victor's starting to work towards providing a framework and a structure for the 10 Northern Virginia uh, municipalities so we can all work together. Mm-hmm. That is what we do in the region. We need right. to be a regional player mm-hmm. as opposed to just Fairfax or just Arlington, okay. especially with Amazon coming on board. There's going to be a lot of spinoff companies, um, we, and we have the Silver Line extension coming. Mm. There's going to be a lot of growth and development. The CIT building um, should be sold shortly. So we're going to be moving forward with what we got going on in Fairfax right. County. How do you how do you keep the priorities of Fairfax, but working regionally and and trying to you're 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 head of Fairfax County. But I know regionalism is is an important part. So are there juggling efforts going on? Is there uh, things that contradict? That's not the right word. Compete? How how does that work? You obviously haven't seen my job description when you say (laughs) juggling things. Yeah, of course. Um, No, but, you know, what's good for the region and what is good for Fairfax County? Um, If we can't, and I'm going to say this, if Fairfax County can't bring in that company, Fairfax County wants that company either in Loudoun or Arlington or some close proximity. Mm -hmm. So we all keep the money flowing within our local economies as opposed to it going elsewhere. So if they come in and say we want X and we don't have it, Victor and myself will offer to other jurisdictions, here's what you need to do. This company is looking for X. We don't have that. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do. Mm -hmm. So maybe the... The business is not there, but people have to live somewhere. They have to shop somewhere. They have to buy clothes somewhere. Yeah. They have to eat somewhere. A lot of other things going on. There's a on. lot of things going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things going on. And, you know, um, big companies bring in uh, debt to us as well. I mean, we have school district needs, uh, but I, we have a top school district. Amazon's going to be bringing people here. If, if they live in Fairfax County, they're going to want to go to our schools. We need to make sure that we have the best school system so when those young people graduate, they can come back home. Right. We were talking about economic development, and uh, you talked about new board, uh, (laughs) a lot of challenges, new things going forward, new leadership with the EDA. What about you looking ahead to 2020? Thoughts, goals? I know the board is a big priority, getting a feel for that, working together with a new board, essentially, you know, half the new board. Um, But 2020 for you? Well, there's a couple things that um, I want to stress about 2020. One is uh, 
the new board orientation, onboarding sessions that we're going to have in the middle of January, coupled that with uh, a group session with a school board, another mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. orientation that we're going to move forward with, then parlaying that into the um, sending out and providing the board with our draft strategic plan. Mm-hmm. Once we do that, we'll then roll into the budget, which will carry us all the way until uh, June, July, and then we'll start thinking about, all right, how has this been gelled together? And then we'll put our nine priority priorities together and move forward into budget 2022, believe that. Mm. 2022. I know, I heard you. Yes, wow. (laughs) Fiscal budget year 2022 is just 18 months away from here. So those are the types of things that we're going to be doing. So getting the new board in place, understanding where they want to go, putting a plan in place to allow them to get to their wherever they want us to be, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty certain is going to be a part of the strategic planning process in one Fairfax. And then how do we put the blueprint in place to allow all the things that they've asked us to do in a pragmatic and prioritized fashion? Mm A couple of dates I'm going to throw out here because you've mentioned strategic plan, and I was going to ask you about that as well as the budget. But there is one date where both of these kind of fall together. We can talk about February 25th, next month. That's when you present your fiscal year 2021 advertised or proposed budget plan to the Board of Supervisors. Uh, The draft strategic plan also presented to the board on February 25th, 2020, with the fiscal year 2021 advertised budget plan, as I said. So budget and strategic plan right there together. I want to know who set that schedule up. That's a lot of talking. <laughs> well, yeah. all right. Well, there it is. February 25th. That's get, what get, we're going to be get doing. The, get the throat ready. I hope to goodness I'm still not sick at that right, time. Right, <laughs> right. So, but yeah, that is a lot. Budget yeah. and strategic plan all together. But they tie together. The goal is to have the 22 fiscal year 22 budget and the strategic plan driving the fiscal 22 budget. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. And once the board adopts the strategic plan, we can start putting things in place to have that happen. The nine priority areas, what do we do first? And how long will it take us to do what we need to do as we go through our strategic planning process? Mm-hmm. Strategic plan still um, in the works and going on now? I mean, are you still getting last-minute stuff in preparation for this February presentation? Yeah, we are. We are in the process of putting. Um, I, I guess what what the, the the proverbial words are, or a slogan is dot the i's and crossing the t's. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a, a, a yeoman's job on that. The many staff have been involved. Um, James Patterson, who has been our, our strategic plan lead, has been doing a great job. Um, the, the, all the leads have done excellent work. Um, the nine teams have presented. We've got it to a place where we're doing final edits right now. I want to give uh, props to Essentia, who was our consultant that worked with us. Um, Steve Struthers, um, great work. Uh, it's been a very fast-paced process. However, mm-hmm. it's been a very creative process. And I've, I will tell you this, looking at the young people that have worked on this strategic plan with us, about the 200 staff members that have worked on it. Wow. It gives me 
great hope that we have a succession management plan as well. Hmm. And that was part of the strategic planning process as, all, as well. I mean, we have several S categories, personal terms, 31s or above, that are 120 of them that could retire, that will retire in the next three years. Oh, wow. So this strategic planning process was also used for me to see what the bench looked like. Oh, okay. So wow. anytime we do these types of things, uh, people always worry about it being put on the, on the, on the right. proverbial shelf and right. stuff there. No, the folks that did well in this planning process are the folks that will move up in the organization. Oh, interesting, interesting. And the folks that, you know, some folks didn't go through it the whole way, mm -hmm. it's okay. Right. We'll give you another opportunity to, to elevate and let's do it. Okay. But the goal is for me to give as many people opportunities to succeed. That's mm -hmm. the one thing I've heard. I want to move up in the organization. Right. All right, let's see what you can do. Well, Fairfax County is such a great place to work that oftentimes, you know, you, you spend a lot of folks spend their entire career here or half their career, or a lot of their career. So that does limit inward mobility, if you will. Well, we have 15,000 employees. There's a lot of mobility options. The question is, are you putting yourself in place to be mobile? Hmm. And I'm trying to offer folks the opportunity to be a little bit more mobile right. and move throughout this, this great organization. Right. That was an awesome thing you, you learned from the strategic plan, and that actually took my question away because I was going to ask you, what have you learned, you know, what, what did come out of this strategic pro planning process for you that's, that's not on the paper? That's, that's a great one there about the bench strength. Was was anything else that you kind of picked up on? Yeah, the community. The community has oh. been absolutely fantastic. Uh, even if they didn't agree with you, it was respectful disagreement. Mm. Um, Which is the kind you want. Yeah, I, it was absolutely fantastic. We were all over this county talking about where you want us to be today. Great. What about 30 years from now? Okay. How are we going to put things in place to get there 30 years later? Because what was done 30 years ago was great mm -hmm. to get us to where we are today. The question is, what are we going to do to get us to the next 30 years? Right. The community was absolutely fantastic with their insight and their thoughts, and I, I wouldn't do it any differently. Hmm. Okay. I know you're really wanting to go back and talk about budget. No, so, not really. So let's do, let's do that. <laughs> oh, right. well, one time you're in charge, man. I've just got to sit here. And I got to take advantage of it. I want to see. I want to ask Bob when's he going to help me out. Well, Bob's the editor, by the way. Oh, I don't, okay. Maybe he'll uh, do something in post production to make you sound really good. I don't know. February 25th. That's when you get to do all the talking and present the budget. Yes, sir. Uh, what can we look forward to? Anything that's. Um, you can share with us now in January or let the cat out of the bag or anything we should be maybe, you know, thinking it's a, a surprise or something we're not expecting. <laughs> well, considering the new, Any news you want to share? Hey, considering the new board hasn't sat, sat yet, um, we haven't even had our first meeting yet. I think that starts next week when you, when you hear this right. uh, podcast. We will have our first meeting, I believe, on the 14th or the 15th of January. I'm not even sure what day, but... Um, there's going to be some days from this podcast being aired to the board meeting. Right. So ask the question again. <laughs> <laughs> Any surprises? Anything you can let us in on? Any thoughts about the budget? That... No, no. I mean, if you go, if anybody goes back to our priorities of 20, um, 20, 2020, um, Jeff McKay, who was the budget chair, now Supervisor McKay is the chairman of the board. We were looking at um, compensation again. We're looking at school funding. We're looking at energy. We're looking at body-worn cameras. We're looking at early childhood. 
those are going to be the tenants of our budget going forward into 2021. Uh, Budget 2022 are going to be some more of that, but heightened in energy Mm. and the environment. And, you know, the next time I come back, I could probably tell you what the new structure of the board is going to be when it comes to committees, because that's going to change as well. And Supervisor McKay and I have discussed the new committee assignments, and that could possibly lend us with mm-hmm. more information of how we're going to move into 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I think high-level glance, a lot of folks would look at, at the proposed budget at this point and go, you know, a lot of money for body-worn cameras with the police department, but, you know, other major initiatives, uh, fundings. H- how does all these things get paid for? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not even sure I want to answer that. Right. No, I'm, I'm teasing it. I'm, I'm joking, of course. Sure. Um, we have a way to create uh, revenue without raising the tax rate. It's called, basically, it's called uh, our residential property evaluation assessments. They go up about 25 to 3% a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to live within the means, and that is the way that we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically have to, now and then, not typically, but every now and then we have to raise a tax rate to afford all the things that we um, believe that we need to put forward. Um, as we speak, um, we are looking at our budget and we're looking at ways to making sure that we can live within our means. Mm-hmm. There is a, um, a, a a document, the joint meeting of the Board of Supervisors and the school board uh, <laughs> back in November of yes. 2019, November 26, 2019, that's actually on the fairfaxcounty.gov uh, website. I think it's fairfaxcounty.gov under budgets, last budget. And um, very, um, you know, high-level bullet point information, but... A fa- uh, you know, kind of a fascinating read that really lays out, you know, the the state of the national economy, you know, the, the local economy, you know, what drives it, disbursements, et cetera. I, I think that's a, a good read for folks to take a look at. <laughs> <laughs> at least I found it interesting. Well, you know, you and I are both two nerdy guys, and we would probably love to read that at night. Uh, there are many folks that don't want to read things <laughs> right, like that. Right, right. But, yeah, it is a good layout, a framework, a rubric of where we're heading and how we're going to get there. Uh, Superintendent Brabrand and I did a budget presentation. Uh, Christina Jackson from um, Department of Management and Budget, our director of Management and Budget, she pretty much went through the whole uh, the whole document. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also brought that forward to our legislative committee. Uh, we had the highest representation of legislators at our last meeting, hmm. uh, I've, there were some I didn't even know who they were, wow. but they were present, and they're very interested with what we're doing in Fairfax, and the changes in Richmond could parlay into some other things as well. Hmm. Um, if we're able to get more school funding, that kind of takes some burden off of the tax roll. Off the county budget, right. Yeah, because 52% of hmm. our five, sorry, of our $4.5 billion budget, we have that going toward the schools. And that is typically because we do not get enough state funding. Mm-hmm. But it's also a priority of the board. It is a priority of the board. It's a priority of this county. Right. Okay. Uh, the document I mentioned, the joint meeting, I mean, one of the, the stats I was just looking at, uh, in Fairfax County, revenue growth during fiscal year 2019 was almost 5%, 4.7%. 
um, you know, a strong local economy, which, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. We want to we want to have that problem, if you will, as opposed to not having that problem. Well, absolutely. And the more we can do, um, the better we are. Um, a strong local economy, as well as affordable housing, is a key to what we need to how we need to move forward. Right. And and what are we doing? Are there some programs you want to highlight or things you want to uh, 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 describe? Because I know deputy there's a deputy county executive uh, Flynn that's kind of over that economic area as well. So kind of well, it's it's a it's a really a a two part system here. We have deputy deputy county executive Tisha Deegan, who is a in, who's a, over charge of housing. And we have Deputy County Executive Rachel Flynn, who is on the economic community development side. The two of them have to get together because we mm. need affordable housing. We need to bring people in, and we need to bring businesses in. Right. But if we don't have affordable housing for those businesses, it's kind of hard. So we had a two-prong approach there. Then we have Joe Mondoro come in and say, this is what we can afford. This is how we need to move forward. And then I have Deputy County Executive Roar. Who is public safety? Says we're going to have a we're going to have a safe place. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Business or Mrs. Business, you come here, you know that you're in a safe place. We're the, one of the larger counties in the United States of America. We have one of the lowest crime rates. Mm-hmm. Step one, we have great schools. Mm-hmm. Step two, now we have the affordable housing and the social services component. Step three, I'm Tom Fleetwood, who is the director of housing for us, mm-hmm. he's been tasked with five thousand affordable housing dwellings in 15 years. My guarantee to you is that he's going to beat that number pretty quickly. Mm. And we'll be having another conversation in the next year or two about what his number should be as opposed to what the number is. So you're you're saying those numbers will increase? Oh, they will increase. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) See how it all works together, right? Lighting a little fire. (laughs) Tom Tom said he doesn't listen. He better listen to this one. Right. Okay. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, I mentioned um, Chairman McKay, his speech, one of the the quotes he had in his speech, but he also noted one Fairfax, and we have talked one Fairfax on this podcast before with you, um, as as well as the the director of the one for Fairfax program, if you will, two, uh, three or four months ago. I can't remember exact month, but we did. Um, all of this goes hand in hand: affordable housing, economic development, et cetera under this One Fairfax umbrella. Kind of talk to me a little sure. bit more and the listener about One one Fairfax and what that means and, and how this is all fitting together. See, I think there's many, there's mixed connotations about One Fairfax. And, mm. and the way I look at One Fairfax is it's the ability to have access and opportunity for all. Stop. The ability Period. to have access and opportunity, equity for all. Mm. Period. So... What does that mean for the county executive of Fairfax County? That means I go to businesses and I ask businesses, how do I get you involved in helping me shape Fairfax County to allow for affordable housing? What type of person do you want to work in your organization? How can I gain access into your organization to allow these young people, old people, middle-aged people, I don't really care who they are, but the opportunity to come work for you. When I get that point going forward, now we and we're also working on where can they live, mm-hmm. and what childcare we can support them, and the zero to four and the sixteen to twenty four are the key target areas. Mm. So, I have made several 
presentations to philanthropic organizations. I'm hoping that Supervisor or Chairman Jeff McKay and I and Carla Bruce, Chief Equity Officer, can make some announcements in the first or second quarter of next year showcasing that we have philanthropic investment into our model of One Fair Facts, and this is what we're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really up to us to promote what we're doing in Fairfax County, to get business to tie in, to get the community to tie in, to get the philanthropic organizations to tie in, and hopefully we can then parlay that into significant amounts of cash where we can put affordable housing at original Mount Vernon or that proximity area with child care. And with the BRT coming in, they can get to work that much easier. Mm -hmm. It's all about how you want to lay the roadmap and how you want to plan out your, your vision. And once you plan it and once you lay it out, the question is, how do you get it done? And we're down the road mm -hmm. trying to get it done. Mm -hmm. Where Where is your vision? Are you, are, you, are you looking at tomorrow or are you looking five years from now? Oh, I'm looking at about 20 years from now. Okay. I have to. Tomorrow is always a day away, right? Right. Yeah, but the problem is... I need to be 20 years out, 10, 15, and 20 years out. Our vision has to be that way moving forward because if it isn't, we will get past tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think we've talked about this with the one Fairfax, that, that mindset change, if you will, and not only for one Fairfax, but then when you're thinking about vision and planning, some people have a hard time planning and, and looking into yeah. the future. Um, you know, is that something that can be learned? I think it's something that could be shaped. You either have it or you don't. If you mm -hmm. don't have it, you need to shape it to allow them to see the pieces that, mm -hmm. that need to happen to bring them forward. Not everybody's going to look 20 years down the line. Right. And not everybody's the same person. Yeah. But for this county to succeed and to strive and to be better, we have to change in how we do things. We can't keep doing the same thing and expect right. a different result. Right. So that is vision. And I think what you have in place with these 10 board members coming on in January, coupled with the team that we're assembling, our vision has to change to allow us to think further into the future. And then we build the processes to align with what we're visioning for mm -hmm. the future. Mm -hmm. This is obviously a, a podcast for, you know, anybody, residents of Fairfax County business. You know, any, we want everyone to, to listen to it as well as employees. So Absolutely. So we, we try to devote a few minutes to, to specific uh, employee topics. And I want to take that vision thing that we just – we, <laughs> I don't know how that to describe thing. it. That, that vision thing, you know, <laughs> big Fine. word there for me. Um and you said, you know, it's something you can shape. What advice would you give to county employees to be part of that vision, to look ahead? How do they, how do they grow? How do they, as you said earlier, you know, some of the folks on the strategic planning process, you know, are going to be future leaders. How do, how do current employees move up and be those future leaders and get that vision and, and those kinds of things? Yeah, you know, I'm just going to speak for me, Yeah. right? Um, when I was growing up, I never settled for anything. The job I was in was great. How did I strive to get to the next job? Mm -hmm. I was always working on my, my game, mm -hmm. um, my basketball game or my work game. It was whatever I was at. I was competitive enough to work at the things that I knew I was lacking at and then try to make that better. Mm. So when the opportunity came, I was prepared and ready to move up. I tell 
Fairfax County employees all the time. You want to move up in the organization, so what are you doing to prepare yourself to move up? I had a... I don't, I'm not going to mention any name, but I had an email from one gentleman who said he didn't understand why he didn't get a job. Hmm. Uh, unfortunately for him, I went looked at his valuation, and there was a thing there that said, or a statement that said, which should go to Nova or Northern Virginia Community College and take a class on management. Hmm. Response in the email. I understand in your evaluation you were supposed to go to management class at Northern Virginia Community College. What class did you take, and what was your grade? Now, I'm working on, believe it or not, I'm working on my third year because my third budget is going to be presented on February right, 25th. Right. Time flies when you're having yeah. fun. I have not received a response from that email. There were responses prior to that email, mm-hmm. but not since. So I'm always going to look at you and say, I agree, you should be moving up in the organization, but what have you do to prepare yourself to move up? Right. I'm going to give you every opportunity. I'm going to be your biggest fan. But I can't move you up. You have to help me move you up. Mm-hmm. What is it? The, I don't remember who said it, but uh, when you need to chop down the tree, that, that's not the time to sharpen the saw. It's got to be sharp before you're— You've got to be prepared to chop down the tree when you need to chop down the tree. Yeah. I want to ask you one thing. I know environment is going to be a, a, a big focus in 2020. A new office was created within Fairfax County. And uh, recently, uh, back in last month, I think, December, uh, county awards a solar power purchase agreements. So there's a lot of technical stuff here. I don't understand it. But uh, one thing here, it's a large-scale renewable energy initiative. Uh, allow, um, where was it? Uh, as a result, this initiative could potentially yield over $60 million in electricity cost avoidance over the terms of the contract. So what, a little bit about that I understand. It sounds like a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, we're also working with uh, Dominion Energy to get some electric school buses and oh, then wow. to, to power up a grid with the, with the spent fuel. So we're, we're looking at new creative ways of making this a clean carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. You know, um, There are times where you want to have zero waste. How do you get there? So you got to put things in place to allow for you to have zero waste. The solar panels, solar panels have been in our ethos for years, for decades. Getting rid of them, they haven't figured out in the beginning. Now, we can get rid of them without having it affect our environment. So we are in the cutting edge. We're gonna be looking at schools. We're gonna be looking at county buildings. We're gonna have a solar grid. We're gonna have electric buses. We're gonna look at electric vehicles all in how we position ourselves to reduce our carbon footprint. We can do what we can in Fairfax County. Mm -hmm. But I got to get the state legislature, I got to get the federal government to also get on board with what we're doing. Mm. And if we can do that, we'll be best. Um, I have um, an acquaintance in Sacramento County, Nav Gill. He He is the county executive of Sacramento County, we talk once a week. Mm. And I am trying like my best to be a parasite <laughs> on NavGill. I'm trying to steal everything I can from those folks out there in California right. to see if it would work in our commonwealth. Mm. But I think NAV is also doing the same thing to me, but right. it's all good. Right. But we are working together by coastal to figure out how we can make a better footprint in this United States of America 
in California mm-hmm. and in this wonderful Commonwealth of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And under the supervisor, under the supervisor Jeff McKay, the leadership of Jeff McKay and this board of supervisors, we will get there. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you we'll get there. Okay. We try to keep the podcast to about 35 minutes, so we're getting close to that amount of time. I'm going to just turn the floor over to you. Anything I haven't asked you, anything you're sitting there going, Jim, please ask me about this. Anything you want to uh, kind of wrap up the show with? Well, no, I don't. I think you've <laughs> you, you asked me a lot of questions. Um, and, you know, the, the one thing I want people to understand, you never give me the questions until I walk down into your booth. Right. Because I want people to understand if I do not know the questions or how to answer your question, mm-hmm. I probably don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. And we don't edit this podcast either, by the way. No, well, we might have to edit a little bit on this couple one. couple of coughs. Because we, <laughs> we have some sick people in this room right now. Not sick in the head, but just sick physically. <laughs> but the one thing I want to say to all the staff in Fairfax County, keep doing the best you possibly can and prepare yourself for the next step. Because without you preparing yourself for the next step, it's very hard for us to move you forward. And if you want to move forward, we're going to give you the opportunity to do that. That's my mission. That's my motto. Always, 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 I want the best in our county workforce. And we have some great staff. Right. And I really want them to be ready for the next step. I tell my kids, I have a master's. Are you going to at least have a master's? So my oldest son, BJ, he's getting his master's right now. Hmm. My son, Devin, is, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what's going on with Devin, but sociology and Arabic major, Hmm. Chinese minor. Wow. I I don't know where he came from, but keep (laughs) keep speaking that foreign language. And my youngest son, Aaron, he's he's doing um, food science engineering, and he said he's going to do a major in business. Cool. Go for it. Yeah. But you you know what I'm trying to do with my children is get them prepared for the next step. Right. What I would do with anybody here at Fairfax County is if you want to move up, get ready for the next step. And if you don't know what the next step is, talk to somebody. Talk to somebody, right. Well, that's good advice for anybody listening, county employee or not, I, or wherever, I, wherever you are in life. Yeah. I, I still get mentored at least two or three times a week. I talk to Frank Polster. Always thinking about the next step. Frank Polster is a young man in James City County. He's retired. Hmm. And he bashes me for everything I do. This podcast, he'll call me the minute he hears it and say <laughs> right. all the things I've done wrong. That's the kind of people you want in your life because if without them, you can't get better. True. All right. Going to wrap it up here. I'm going to put you on the spot. You sure, you sure you don't want to let the cat out of the bag about anything coming up next month when you do your proposed advertised budget plan? Yeah, I have one thing I will say. You ooh, ready for this? Ooh. Okay, I'm ready. Have a happy January. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that was not much of a secret, but hey, we'll talk, to you. <laughs> we'll talk to you again in a couple of months back here on the Connect with County Leaders. County Exec Brian Hill, thanks so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you, and everybody have a great month. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov slash podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov slash radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov slash news. You also may call 703-Fairfax 
That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Or email publicaffairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.